Welcome to ThinkSync, the creative brainstorming podcast for all of you secret creative geniuses who love spontaneous, explosive improvisation. Join Adam and Meredith for brain cookies and forthright talking about stuff and also things. Oh, are we going? Are we rolling? We are now. Oh, oh. I could, I could. Hello. We could, we could start again. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Hello. 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 Welcome to Think Sync. This is a thinking, sinking situation. <laughs> it's sunk. And that is the true origin of this of this podcast name. Basically. Hey, you know, you can't make some omelets without throwing eggs at a glass door. Mm, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. how I was taught mm-hmm. growing up. It was uh, yeah. you know, a little wasteful, but it was also cathartic. Well, it's also it's a great way to make a souffle. It's really, you know, the, the is only, that how only you get way. air into it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get a little, air, a little into air into it. it. There's like a little crunchy a little sunlight, crispies. You know, yeah, like you know, a couple of nuts. People love sun tea. Protein. Mm-hmm. Same idea. Yeah, same idea. Yeah, a little insect protein in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the insect yeah. flower. Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to ThinkSync. Welcome to ThinkSync, where we put insect flour in our omelets, our door <laughs> omelets. As you do. As one would. Um, we are still in our um, interim situation. It's sort of a purgatory. <sighs> it's transitional. It's a rebuilding year. Sure. <laughs> can, yeah, that's right. Can we call it's it that? It's a rebuilding year. It's yeah. a rebuilding year. We're going through some stuff. Um, consistency has not been our strong suit this past month or so. Um, but our 100 listeners are sticking with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. That's you. I'm talking to you, buddy. And if you like what you're hearing, send it to your mom. She'd probably like it, too. After all. Except for the cursing. No, I mean, maybe she's cool. Well, sorry. Is your mom a cool mom or does your mom suck dick? Uh-huh. Your well. dad's dick. <laughs> what? Well, let's not. Let's not do that. Yeah. Sorry. Let's... let's... <laughs> No, you know what? No, I'm not Whatever. sorry. I mean, good, I mean, like it might happen. Good for him. It, yeah, good yeah. for him. Good for both of them. Absolutely. As good long for as everyone. Both into it. Cool. Welcome to ThinkSync. Welcome to ThinkSync. Welcome to ThinkSync, the right, brainstorming so podcast. It's uh, so far so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that we're uh, we're still in the limbo, as we we like to call it, and. Uh, we're not hating as much on season three because we're slowly forgetting that that nightmare ever happened. That's true. So, which so. is nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's nice to forget. But we're gonna go do the same thing we did last yeah. time, I think, which is just a random like. We're just old gonna go random. Shit. We're gonna we're gonna draw some stuff out of this jar. We had a really 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 fun time. Maybe your dad's dick. Maybe your dad's dick will get sucked tonight. <laughs> Don't you want to hear about that <laughs> in detail? Uh, no, maybe <laughs> not we'll at all. See how this goes. But you know what? He's going to take you to the carnival tomorrow, so and he'll be a lot happier. He's going to be in a great mood. There you go. So that's what matters. Okay. Um, so we're going to pick some topics out of this glass jar that we've had for ten years, full of. And you want to just uh, yeah, just roll should it I just we're just, just going to go straight to it? What? Roll it in. Roll it in. Right down to... No, this is the wrong jar. This is Chicago, 1925. Oh, no, that's the wrong jar. Is that the one where it burns in a fire? Because I don't want to do that. 1921? No, I don't know 1925. That's probably like gangster Chicago. Because that's what we were and set it would, doing. It and it was right, it's before uh, the crash and everything. You know what the problem is, I think, with season three? I think we tried too hard. Yeah. Everything in this jar was like overwrought, overthought, yep. you know, and that's... Overwrought and overthought. Overwrought and overthought. Play bass for them. <laughs> Name of my sex day. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, not a good, not a, not a good, not a good attempt at any of this. I think it was just way too much. Okay, so, so where's, where's the other jar? We need more silliness. Maybe this one. That looks We better. have a surprising amount of jars. We'll see. Full of pieces of paper. We'll see. Yep, I got two. Should I like? Should we try to combine them? The uh, first we'll one. See what the first one is. Is a musical. Musical. Yeah. I like that. And the other one, maybe we can make the musical about. About a, a zoo. Oh, a zoo. Ooh. Ooh, I like this one. Yeah, there you this go. This is a good challenge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so we you need an overarching plot, right? Well, I mean, a musical is just a story, right? Anything can be made yes, into a musical now. But it has to be about the zoo. So what's yeah. going on with the zoo? And is it takes like... place in the zoo, and it's like, maybe is there like an escape story? Or is it about the animals or the people? That was, what I, that was yeah. my first question. Is it about the animals or the people that work there? Or maybe it's one of those like really cool Cirque du Soleil stages that changes, and it's about both. Yeah, that's interesting. That'd be cool because if it was like one of those stages that like really flips up and like the animals could be crawling around. Well, what if it's like what if it's like about uh, the villain who is, is going to like do something bad to one of the animals and who's like a rare animal. And it's all about the person and or persons who try to save that animal, but they have to work in conjunction with the other animals and everybody's in on it. Wait, can the animals like- talk? Uh, they can communicate. I mean, through song. Well, it's a fucking musical. They it's have a musical. To, they have they can to communicate sing. through song. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I was they can fishing hum for. Loudly for sure. <laughs> they use kazoos. <laughs> <laughs> we have kazoos right here. We can we incorporate do. that. That's no problem. Oh, oh yeah, boy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wait till Act Two of this fucking podcast. Oh, it's gonna be great. Okay. Well, are we gonna work out music for this, or is that like kind of <laughs> that's a little far? I don't know. Maybe we'll just hum a few bars through Maybe. the kazoo. Okay. You can get out your slide whistle. Right, but we need a plot. We need a plot. We definitely need a plot. Okay, so you're thinking some kind of like animal rights with... Um, well, what's what's threatening to to some to an animal or, or a zookeeper? You know, like why is a zookeeper going to get, you know, exterminated by... Or, or the gorilla or, or the elephant or whatever? Well, there was... The there was that one case not that long ago where like a kid got into a habitat. A what is that? The Harambe, the, the gorilla that they had to shoot. They shot the gorilla. Yeah. yeah. Was that the name of the gorilla? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like an internet name. Oh, sorry. I remember <laughs> things from yesterday, let alone a fucking five years ago. How long this ago is like was still this? still a joke online. Like it's, is it? Yeah. You know your meme, seven layers deep. It's yeah. like a it's like a bean dip. <laughs> you just need to know your stuff, but I, I don't. I mean, people like get that on the back of their sports jerseys. Like they get his name on the back of their sports jerseys. Oh, that's really sweet. Well, I don't know if they mean it as a joke or if they, I don't know that they but anyway everybody felt sorry everybody was on the gorilla side that's for sure yeah okay well yeah okay so that was an instance where you know an animal in captivity was in danger but when you're dealing with animals in captivity for the most part if the institution is on point they're there to protect them you know it could be like a rent what if it was like rent but for the zoo Okay. Like how it's not a good zoo and they're not being taken care of. And it's like the animals are revolting. You bet they are. (laughs) They stink on ice. But they want to 
you know, improve their station in life. They, they're, they're not going to take it. Les Mis, you know, it has that aspect of like revolution. It's the animal okay, revolution. the animals are taking over. I like this. Yeah. This is good. This yeah. is good. Like the animals are Because otherwise I was about being... to try to make it fierce creatures basically. And like, no, no, we shouldn't do that. So you're right. I like I like the animals are, are rising up. Yeah. The animals are, are being kept in a poorly conditioned zoo. It's the, the zookeepers. Maybe there's like one zookeeper who's really on the animal side and talks to them even though you know he's like i know i'm crazy for talking to you but i really love you guys <laughs> you know he's the oh, best i'm just a lonely janitor yeah but he's a zookeeper i love this pelican he's a, he's a zookeeper okay maybe he's like the reptile keeper he's very misunderstood or okay. like well he gets a big number in the middle sure no he's like the main human well, he's, he's the main the human. human, but there's still like a lot of. But he's still like. I mean, there's still a lot of side features here that where we get to. You know, surely the flamingos get to. You know, like flare oh my god, about the and, flamingo piece. The flamingos do like one of those water ballet numbers a bunch in the of middle. And shit, like, yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they're like put on display for the humans, but they do this incredible like old world Hollywood like synchronized oh, swimming. Oh man, eat your heart out, Lion King. <laughs> That would be great. Okay, back to the plot. Okay. So there's this zoo, right? And the owner of the zoo is like an evil zoo tycoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, he's, he doesn't give a shit about the zoo. Like, he, it's just like it's for his own. Like, there's some reason that he, like, has a zoo, but doesn't give a shit about yeah, any it's, animals it's probably it. not even an actual human. It's probably the name of, like, an offshore holding company. Right. <laughs> that sounds like a human, but, like, it's really just an entity. It's like a business entity. It's like a pigeon in disguise. It's a pigeon in a trench coat. Yes. Yes. Is, I always wanted to see a pigeon in a trench coat take over a terrible zoo. Ah, I love it. Yes. Okay. So we have a business entity that's essentially a pigeon in a trench coat. It's cool. It's cool. It's <laughs> pretty good. Amazing. I'm into it. Okay. okay. All right. So, so evil pigeon, evil, evil Dr. Pigeon. Evil Dr. Pigeon, he's, yeah, he's just, like, trying to get by as a business tycoon. Right, you know, <laughs> I as, guess. as you do. Right. He's, a, he's a little hapless, as you do. Well, he's, he's like, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's you know, uh, he's made his fortune on a street cleanup because, you know, he's, he's caused all the everybody just shit everywhere, just shit everywhere. And I'll, I can make money off of that. Oh, interesting. So he went the other way. That that actually works pretty well with the, with the zoo model of being... You know, kind of shitty and and terrible person. Yeah. He's just taking advantage of everybody. He doesn't care, but he doesn't care about anything other than money, right? So yeah, this it, is a weird write-off for whatever reason. It's like a very small subset. Yeah, of there's his. like okay, for reasons. Doctor Pigeon has this zoo, and he doesn't care about anybody in there. Yeah. And so they're gonna rise up against Doctor Pigeon, right? And they don't even know that. It's just a pigeon. They don't know, except except that uh, dude, whoever or whoever or lady or like maybe it should be lady. Zookeeper. Whoever who, the zookeeper, right? Zookeeper X uh, finds <laughs> out somehow that this is the, it's like like opens the wrong door or like opens mail that was not addressed to her or whatever, and discovers that you know, holy shit, it's Doctor Pigeon that we've all heard about who like you know fought Batman and won last year. Oh, no. Well, I mean, whatever. You know what I mean. Like, oh. but evil Dr. Pigeon. Everybody knows who Dr. Pigeon is. Okay. Or so, or, may, or maybe they just found out. I don't know. So, Zookeeper X needs a name, for sure. Zookeeper has a more important role in all of this. It's pretty important. Yeah. Janine is... Can't live without her. Janine. Uh, Janine. Okay, great. Okay, so Zookeeper Janine. Janine. Janine Faraguay. 
Uh, sure. I love it. Janine. Well, uh, we'll come back to that. Janine. Janine. Janine F. Janine. That's what's on her. That's what's on her name tag is Janine F. Janine F. <laughs> can we just say that? Sure. <laughs> okay. So Only people in the second row can see it anyway. Janine F. loves the animals. Yes. She talks Obviously. to them. She interacts with them. She tries her darndest to make the place a better place. Right. But they're short staffed. Like, ultimately, they just don't have the help they need. They don't have the funding. They don't have the support. Does you anybody know? else care there? Everybody else is just like, they're just like soldiers to the grind or whatever. And, and like, you know, Janine's the other the only human one. staff. Yes. Maybe there's another human that comes in there after maybe Act Maybe a human three. that can be recruited, right? Who yeah. comes along, who's like well, and becomes a friend of of Janine. I almost said Eugene. What if it's Eugene and Janine? <laughs> uh, it's a little tough. It's a little but, tough. Um, but it, it's an automatic rhyme because it is a musical. Yeah. Well. Okay. So then, uh, you know, we need a lot of big musical numbers. So, like, one of the things about Janine is that she could be such a sad person. That she's just a cat lady. She's a crazy cat lady. They call her the crazy cat lady, except for her cats happen to be giant cats. Right. Her cats happen to be lions and lionesses and tigers and, you know, panthers. Well, and that's who I would like to see lead the revolution, right? You want the the cats? The big cats Uh to sort of lead the revolution. I mean, everybody will get involved. You know, the play, it's like cats, only bigger. It's a great elevator pitch. <laughs> Don't say anything else. Just be like, it's like cats. But bigger. With Janine. <laughs> with more. With more animals. Just, you know, with other With other, other animals. animals. Also, flamingos. The flamingos do a great number. Imagine Noah's Ark singing, you know, like that. Yeah. So, okay. So Janine is sort of like a lonely human and she loves the animals and her really like, her favorite animals are the big cats and she's a crazy cat lady and she okay. has a song about being a crazy cat lady sure i'm just a crazy oh, yeah, cat yeah, yeah. lady and she's got that and then she's got the soliloquy and all that shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. under the giant moon mm-hmm. with like the big like 14 panther sitting on a line you know right. you know that image of the oh! silhouette yeah. <laughs> of like all the alley cats sitting on the busted fence you know, against a giant moon. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like oh, that, it's but it's like that. lions and tigers and panthers and meerkats. Totally, totally. And meerkats are not in that family, never mind. Nah, but meerkats are pretty cute. Totally we, we unrelated, can, but yeah, so we can them. use them later. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we can we'll use them later. The audience see what happens. So I like that setup that she's just a lonely zookeeper. And, I like that. You I know, like that. And her only friends are the animals. And then her only friends are the animals. She discovers a terrible secret. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and now they have to like she has to try to like free everybody she has to come up with a plan to get everybody out okay right? well we're trying to bust out right is that what we're doing or yeah we but is it her idea Dr. or Pippen? is it their idea i think it should be the animals idea because um because janine probably thinks that the zoo is the safest place for them because they're in the middle of like the bronx no bronx zoo never mind that's a good zoo don't go there we're not yeah, that, that one's fine. But uh, no, it's some bad zoo. It's like you that know. dude in Cleveland who had all the fucking weird animals, and like they all got Cleveland. Loose. Let's say Cleveland. Perfect. Sure. sure. Janine from Cleveland. Janine from Cleveland. Oh, poor thing. No wonder she likes cats. <laughs> Just like there are no eligible bachelors there. Truly, sorry, Cleveland, but you know I've nah, watched a lot of movies no. about you. So. No offense to Cleveland. Uh, no, there was definitely some offense intended there, but you know, in a loving way. Yeah, the Browns might be good this year. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Browns, <laughs> Browns. Uh, 
Okay, so she's in Cleveland, um, and she... Okay, so my point is, is that she's not the reason that they revolt, but maybe she's just sort of like cussing Dr. Pigeon under her breath while she's cleaning up. And, and it's like, but, not but, for like, this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And there's like a newspaper clipping about Dr. Pigeon, okay, Tycoon, she, or whatever. She triggers it, right? So she's, she's She triggers like, it unwittingly. Right, okay, fair enough. I don't think she's the brightest bulb in the box, but she's kind. She's got a cute. She's heart. kind. No, she loves all the animals, yeah. and she and they're all rebelling, and they're just like, no, we're getting the fuck out of here. She's a simple person, and and you can come with us, or or you're either with us or without us, you know. And she, and she's just. Like, oh. I think she ends up helping them down yeah. the road, no, but she, that she, that's she, like a she. No, 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 she. No, 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 no. What happens is that she wants is is sympathetic to their cause, but can't do it morally, right? Can't do it Definitely until, not. until something happens at the in Act Four with where Doctor Pigeon cool. fucks her over cool. somehow, and she's just like, "No, I'm now." Cool. And, and then cool, she cool. makes and she pivots the whole goddamn thing. Okay, that'll be later. She'll be a surprise helper at the end. Yeah, like, but she she's with them the whole time, and then when she like realizes what they're doing, but she's like, "I can't do it. I can't do it because it's my job." And like, eh, I can't. it's not right for you guys. It, we know what's best for you because we know we're what's humans. best for you. And they're and they're all like, "No." And then well, meanwhile, wrong. they're like, "I can't you hear our fucking songs over here where we're howling at the moon." You know about like uh-huh. how awful it is in here, and Doctor Pigeon is like secretly like lab testing us or whatever is happening i think yeah i think that's where it goes is like there's some you know and that's when she newspaper clippings that and stuff like that but she doesn't know that the animals know those because the they can read newspaper but, well they know that but well but maybe are they not getting the ones tested um no maybe line for it, maybe, maybe people are maybe animals rather from the zoo are disappearing bit by bit and they're the ones yeah they're they're disappearing bit by bit where did henry go yes <gasps> yes where did henry go? was it a Why friend did Betsy come back was it mascara? a foe <laughs> oh no <laughs> She looked good before. I don't know why she felt the need to get so made up, etc. So on and so forth. I agree. I like it. I like it. Okay. So uh, why don't we take a little little pausey pause and okay. we'll uh, we'll see if we can organize this into into a or I don't know maybe we can move on. We we kind of why don't we take a break and think about it? Let's do that. All right. Woo. Okay, so we can just sort of wrap this up, right? Well, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Just a just a just a quick thing. We kind of know how this goes. There's a lot of big epic songs about what life is like at the zoo, what it's supposed to look like well, and from wh- the public's point of view, and then what it looks like behind the scenes. Right, and what what it means to be free, that sort of shit. Like, oh my God, what it means to be free yeah, out in the and then there's ocean a reprise sea. at the end. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's how it closes. Mm. Um, and then there's like, I, I want to see like big theatrical um, stage, uh, stage, staging, what do they call it? Is it set design? Yeah, set design. Like really great, like crazy Les Miserables type set design, like okay. French Revolution, you know? Okay, well, there's a lot of cages moving around and there's all kinds yeah. of shit that you go. The Battle of the Cages and they put like fencing down and all this stuff and there's like boom, boom. Does somebody know how to make fireworks? Probably not. Trank uh, guns? Well, Do they get their hands on trank guns? Maybe I don't know. I mean, you th- you think they're gonna they're trank their way out? Yeah, maybe they get some of the small like crafty rodent types, their little fingers to like make these giant grapple guns full of trank 
needles and then all the big cats have to do are like the elephants stamp down on the button and just like yeah. shrapnel out like okay. that kind yeah, of thing there's like a stormtrooper kind of an element there's all the bad guards and everybody right everybody's bad except for janine probably. everybody's bad except for janine and eugene and maybe and yeah and eugene <laughs> the the other guy who who's the delivery kind of, who's, who's, he delivers peanuts or maybe he's the, the, the one good guard who like she kind of like you know who like has a crush on her or whatever but then, she's so shut in and she's got like her loneliness is so crushing that she doesn't even see the outside world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so not only is she freeing the animal, she's also freeing herself. Freedom. That's what, I mean, we're calling it freedom now, right? Like, Is that the name of the, of the Well, play? whatever. Freedom. I mean, but, or freeing the, freeing the cats. Freedom from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad freedom name from, from that. <laughs> freedom from Cleveland. And Dr. Pigeon, who, like, isn't actually a thing. I mean... When actual Dr. Pigeon comes around to see what's going on, maybe he like unlatches one of the bird cages. He's just like, oh, yeah. And just like, he's like, I, I don't know what my name is attached right. to. I'm just a pigeon. I don't know. And then <laughs> they slam like... him and then they shut him in and they throw him into the lake No, area. no, no. He ends up like releasing some of the animal, like the last of the animals that are stuck. Oh, Dr. Pigeon is that dumb? Like what? It's a pigeon in a trench coat. This is a villainous pigeon, damn it. Is it really Why villainous? Why the fuck is the zoo exist? All right, I'm confused I would by say, the ending. I'm I would not, say he's <laughs> advantageous. Sequel, he's advantageous. Mm, mm. Not so much villainous, but then, you know, when he's just like, oh, hey, mom. Sure, come on over. And he just like lets everybody out at the end. And they're okay, like, and right. we were free all along. No, we weren't. They were in a zoo. They were in a zoo. It was terrible, but they were free in their hearts. <laughs> no, they weren't. They were in the zoo. <laughs> but in their minds, they wanted to be free. Well, yeah, Adam. that's the whole point of the fucking play. Okay, I'm into it. What do you, you want to call it? Freedom? No, that's no. a bad name for a musical about a zoo. Eugene and Janine <laughs> escape Cleveland with the animals from the by, zoo. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, it's pristine. I don't know. It, uh, There's probably a title song in there, and it has to do something. with yeah like, yeah, like longing to be free or whatever. Like even though that's not what you, that's that's a good name for the song, but caging it's, your heart, something yeah, something yeah. like yeah, something dopey. You know, or, people uh, love dopey or, stuff uh, on uh, stage. Yeah, uh, going wild or something like that. Um, okay, all right, running wild. Something like that. Yeah. Running wild is running not wild. That. There you go. That's not bad. And can we have some of that Cirque du Soleil uh, stuff in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got to have a lot of A lot of the animals shit. are yeah, like... I want, I want a bunch of acrobats, crazy shit. Yeah, hell yes. They're like crazy, like acro, double-jointed sort of like... Double-jointed giraffes. I love it. That'd be really it. cool. A double-jointed giraffe. Oh, yeah. And the neck grows. It's like telescopic, only oh. it's, you know, like curly cues. <laughs> Because you know, it's like a periscope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks around, looks around side to side, and then comes back down. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. And then at some point, there could be a lot of like shadows. I like shadow storing on stage where mm-hmm. like all of a sudden the lights go out and it turns into shadow pop and so you get a spotlight and then you can see some really well, fun stuff. Well, presumably, a lot of this would take place at night, right? Because they're scheming behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, a, a lot of the times where that, you know, they're plotting then and then you could have like you could have like shadows where he's like whispering and you could it would just be voice yeah. oh that'd be so cool and there could be there could be a song that's like a double song 
with the children at the zoo complaining. <laughs> well, kind of. With the, the kids at the zoo are complaining about how the animals are all asleep. Mm-hmm. And they're just like being whiny and bratty and just being like, I want to see them now. Why Whoa. are they asleep? And then like in like the, you know, the lights go out and all the animals are doing stuff at night. And then it goes back to the kids and it does like a right. time lapse that way. Why can't I see them now? I'm going to eat that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, maybe. Maybe there's a comedy relief that's always wanting to eat the kids. Like a hippo and like a, there's like a small like. Oh, there's got to be. Yeah, the, oh, the hippos are perfect for uh, the, the Dom DeLuise of the scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That'd be cute. All right. All right so so there's works. a zoo. We could do a zoo. I'm happy with the zoo. You want to do another double draw? You want to do that? Sure. You double draw. I will double draw. And it's going to be I'm doing it. some kind of thing. All right. So does the first influence the second? I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it around. makes the most sense, I guess. Potpourri, which has an arrow oh, pointing back to the jar. That actually means, yeah. Draw again. That was when we had two different jars for some. You should get rid of the potpourri. Yeah, that's not a thing. It literally pointed back at the jar. Yeah, that's what it does. But there used to be a different jar. I think we combined that jar with the... It doesn't matter. We have a lot of jars. Video game. Okay. Video game. And... Vehicle. Oh, well, that's... That's okay, that's obvious. well, it's obvious if you make a video game about a vehicle, but what if you make a vehicle about a video game? Yeah, so well, how the fuck does that work? Well, it's kind of like a self driving car. Uh, okay, in a way, he's like, I'm interested. You should have seen his face, that was great. <laughs> he was like, You're it's crazy. Like a Tomb Ranger. <laughs> Exactly. I think that's I think that's a perfect way to put it. And they could all be different themes. They'd be like limited edition, special luxury cars that are themed with different types of video games and different types of things that you could do. Imagine Ooh. imagine if you lived in a high density area and Tetris was the theme of your car and you could just like park your car. And what, what but what it changes shape and it just like, Yes. It, it, the Tetris car does. The Tetris car does. It, it, it's, yeah. just, it's just like a series. It's just like so many bricks. You'd, you have four bricks and they just can reconfigure in any different way. Yeah. One has an engine in it. One has storage space in mm-hmm. it. One is where you drive in. And one is, I don't know, whatever the fuck the rest and of the And they're all on does. rails. They just they just move around however you need them to. <laughs> you, this car would never go fucking anywhere, but okay. You could take it to the grocery store. Uh, how? I don't think it would work at all, but just, okay. You just have to go slow. There's like maybe if it like all sat on something, I, I don't. <laughs> even that wouldn't work. Okay, okay. Let's I, go back to the Tomb Ranger. I like that one. Okay, so because that one's all clearly like all terrain, right? Sure, yeah, you got it's gotta have like night vision. So it has, you know, like when you put on those goggles and it's like, now I can see a night vision. Right. Those are usually headlights on a car. Right. But those are vehicles. These are green. Okay. So everything looks like you're looking through night vision. (laughs) Cool. The whole thing is like sand colored. (laughs) What the fuck? And it has ancient relics inside. Oh, well, that's cool. It just themed like it, I guess. And there's probably some consoles in the back for the kiddos to play. Maybe there's a lasso. I don't really know enough about Tomb Raider itself, mm. but I like the idea. Mm. If there's like a Metroid. So. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking, you know. <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm kind of thinking, let's. Uh, 
do this differently. Right? What like, if it I'm was a loving... self-driving car and since it's driving itself, the inside of the window could be a screen for you to play your video games on? Yeah, but I mean, what the fuck? You, you should be driving the car. I mean, I get, it's I a get, self-driving uh, car. Yeah, but I mean, that's that makes me nervous. I don't, I don't... Okay, what if it's just the back seat window okay. for the kids? Okay, okay, okay. Also, I'm this? writing, bitch. What about this? Let's invent the vehicle and then build a video game around it. You mean just like... A car? I mean, like a vehicle, like like oh, a fucking. Oh, let's like invent a, a vehicle. Dirigible with like fucking rockets on it and shit. You know what'd be really cool if there was? I don't know what a dirigible is. It's like a blimp. It's like the Hindenburg. Oh, I was thinking. Well, okay, okay, okay. Which didn't really need rockets. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what if we took like an organic inspiration for that? Okay. Like a spider plant. Put a green roof on it. A spider plant. A spider plant. Yeah. You know how a spider plant has like the one big mama plant and then it has all these little plants surrounding it? Sure. What if your vehicle was like that and it just kept making these little vehicles it that were like... growing new cars? Yeah, but they're like pom-pom cars. They have tentacles. They can go all over rocky stuff. They can go over short walls so when they're like small. A, oh, like a Dr. Octopus kind of a Kind thing? of. Only bigger because they're, they're, there's like 30 arms on them, not just eight. Okay, but wait a minute. I'm so I'm, I'm perplexed here. You you are is the car expanding constantly, or the car just has a lot of options that stick out of it? Um, it depends on what model you get. Okay. The more options you get, the more it costs. But yes, the the higher end versions will have many offshoots, and but, that's the but byproduct. But it's like Iron Man's hand or whatever, right? Like where there's like it's or like Inspector Gadget kind of shit, where the, like there's there's 15 different things that come out of it, and you can upgrade to 30 different things that come out of it. Absolutely. But but it's essentially it doesn't it doesn't expand as well. You're, you're making it sound like it was having well, babies. I don't I don't. Yeah, that's where I'm having I think trouble. I'd with. like to see it have babies. Okay, I don't understand that. But, well, I think it's a byproduct of its of its fuel. It's uh, like poop. Uh, it's like the car's poop. Instead of like um like it's a very efficient then. It's that extremely it's like, efficient. It, it's 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 digestion it's process to take is over to make new the entire world. Which yes, it will. is a great premise for a video game, which is why we're inventing it. Oh, I see where you're going. Don't finally. forget. You're right. It's a this video is game. supposed to be you're a right. video game. Right. So you have to you have to uh, do a certain amount of shit in order to you can upgrade your the limbs on the on your vehicle because yeah. you're and you're standing in it like, like aliens. You're, you're on top of Jupiter or something. And it's you like the navigate some serious shit. It's like the shiploader from Aliens, where you're standing in it. Only it's shaped like a spider plant, but it's made out of like robo parts okay right and then you have to feed it it's fuel which you scavenge from the planet's surface with your funky uh, with your funky tentacles and if you do it properly it does reproduce its little offspring which do grow to full size eventually (laughs) which makes perfect sense oh yeah absolutely that's how life works obviously anyway it's a poop you know kind of situation it's like a hydra only right, you know. yeah like you know like babies it's just poo it's exactly <laughs> what, what ba- that's where babies come from <laughs> pretty much exactly and it's like yeah it's like it's like a it's like a plant slash alien robot overlord situation mm, only okay. it's the humans that are really doing it because we're like oh these things work for our purposes we're and right right there's but, probably but, other things it does besides like that's just the mechanics like that's just okay, the foundational okay. level of how it functions right so so what's the point of the video game so you have to like because obviously this all goes sh- to shit on you 
because humans are in charge and like of course everything goes oh, we we can't do fucking anything right so, depends on the user well yeah but well that, that's the game I though i mean like goal... the game is, the game is designed to fucking like you know at least challenge you if not beat you if this is an alien planet of some sort then your goal as a human is probably some kind of colonization and maybe on the more um, advanced level some level of diplomacy mm-hmm. you know now that you've harness the power of this alien race of vehicles <laughs> oh, okay okay well this is probably the sequel to this right because you start out i mean i would think the, the initial challenge is to <laughs> you end the game <laughs> that sucks <laughs> i would think the initial challenge though is that is that you to, for you to design the vehicle to to try to suit the planet you're on, right? And which may or may not change every time you reboot it. I love that. Okay, but let's, you would, let's you go would with that. You would want to try to, like, try to adapt your and evolve your machine to suit the conditions, you know, and try to, and try to like, figure out what the fuck, you know, what what's diplomatic on said planet, what's uh, your environmental factors, what's your everything so, in, like... Okay, so let's roll with that because that's a, that's a lot more fun for me. I love the idea of the game resing random environments and atmospheres you know where you as as this colonizer show up on a planet that has any weird ratio of different needs and you have to build whatever you know i guess it's a vehicle we're talking about here it's a vehicle in this case yes but a vehicle that that will house and protect you to start with and then evolves you know as you develop it into Full colonization. Well, you can try to. You can send out other vehicles. I mean, somehow it never occurs to you to build apartment buildings or whatever. I think it. I think it. I think it evolves into that. So if you show up on on some alien planet, first thing you need to do is protect yourself and to be able to move and explore the area to determine what you need. And this is like the heart of the city is your little vehicle, your little shitty like shitbox fucking golf cart that you built during the first two minutes of the game. Or or, uh, do you build it in such a way that the worlds all require that you could perpetually need because like every world is so volatile, all your buildings, any structure you create needs to be a vehicle. Because it needs to be mobile. Around. It needs to be mobile, and you have to rove for whatever reason. Because there's fucking like the slime monsters are chasing you, or whatever the fuck. I like this. This is way better than my spider plant idea. Right, because then and then yeah. and then it's just like you always have to be making vehicles, but you have to be very considerate about what you're making the vehicles, you know, out of and like, and you have to take in weight, and you have to take in taking all this shit into into sure. consideration. Yeah. But you also have to figure out, like, you're 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 like, well, my pop, my city keeps expanding, and I have to keep like building new vehicles for them. But like, it doesn't make sense to put the barber shop in this one. Like, it's the barber like, shop. You know what I mean? But it's yep. like it's like you know, Martian Sim City on wheels or whatever. Like, and that's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna talk to the to the Sims people and see how they feel about sure, that. I'm sure, they're gonna be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? How in my did office? you get my phone how number? The fuck did you get past the secretary? <laughs> I crawled in. <laughs> That's how. On a secret vehicle, sir. Which I'd really like to show you <laughs> if you allow me to make it not invisible for a moment. Yeah, I'm um, being dragged out the security door. I love that. That's great. Do we have a name for that? Uh, for what? the uh, This video game. I don't. 
I mean, Mars Rover, if it weren't such a thing, <laughs> would be pretty solid. Mars uh, Rover. Yeah, like Rover. Like Rover is is not bad. I mean, but something like um, um, adaptation adapt uh, adaptation station. That's a little too lengthy. What about just Romer? Romer. Romer. Yeah. Because it's that. constantly like changing that. and it's simple. Why complicate things? All right, let's call it that. Romer. Okay. Romer. Romer. I like it. I All like right. It. I like it. All right, let's take a quick pause and we'll do the next one and uh, see what we get. Okay, sounds good. All right, what a good break. It was a great break. I feel refreshed. I'm sure everyone else does too. I took a bath. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I fought in a war and a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> Did you find the airport? Yeah, in the airport wars. Yep. The great airport wars. Um, yeah, that could be, that could be like a future thing, like a dystopian. Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, know. have you been to an airport? Like, we're, we're like, <laughs> fucking, like almost there already. It's terrible. Um, let's pick our last topic or our last dual topics. Double topic. I've got two pieces of paper here double, out of double, the jar double, that double, I think double, is double, 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 double. That's like 14. We've what? got a novel. A novel. Uh-huh. And it's either about or, huh, Okay. Well, mm. this could this could go either way. We've got novel, yes, and opera. <laughs> opera. So, an opera about a novel, or a novel about an opera. Uh, what about a novel opera? <laughs> I'll say. Uh, okay. I'd All like right. to so, see you so, try, buddy. <laughs> okay. 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 So first, do we? I guess we, as a brainstorming podcast, we have to rule out like basing an opera on an existing novel, right? Because we have to come up with our own. Honestly, I'd rather we didn't do. I'd rather we went the other way because we already did a musical. Yeah. Okay. So you so know. So let's. It's a novel let's, about an opera. Let's outline a novel that what happened has to the to Phantom. Do... Let's maybe come up with something now. <laughs> like, like, really? Do we have to do that? Okay, so it's it's between the, the two of us. We've taken enough psilocybin that we could do something fresh. Uh, is that the requirement? I mean, that could be what the opera's about. Because I got a pretty long uh, list of. What if we have like CV a young or... composer who's like sort of mixed into the modern world, but also has his feet in the classical world and wants to write an opera that bridges the gap between just day-to-day contemporary life and classical music. Mm, okay, wait, so is the novel about the guy who's writing the opera? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, the novel is about his experience of, you writing know, just being opera. some fucking, like, street kid. Maybe he grew up, you know, in a city somewhere. But, but, but it's like, a, okay, but but is it is it like, like, uh... What if it was like a an opera about something that's like operas aren't about like like gang violence or something? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. I don't think the book needs to be about the opera itself so much as his journey. His journey to making an opera. What if yeah. it was like a, a, a yeah an inner city kid who like you know it's tried an to inner make city a kid that for some reason has opera. opera in his in his heart and his so head. That's, that's what it yeah. So and he sees belongs. yeah, and he sees the world like that, but his experience of it is like maybe he comes from a pretty rough neighborhood, maybe mm-hmm. he hasn't had the best opportunities, um, his school is rough, his parents are abusive or absent or just overworked. You know, mm-hmm. any of those things, you know, that could be 
that can be that side of it. Yeah, absolutely. So what would be his trajectory in terms of all that? Well, you got to, I mean, so he's, he's got to like, how he's does gotta, one even fucking write an opera? How does that happen? Somebody's like, I'm going to write an opera. Do people write oh, operas oh, oh. now? Are there operas have, that are written now? I have no fucking Why idea. Why is that even in this jar? I have no idea. Let's add another aspect to this. All We're right, going like to keep this. the two. We're keeping the two. Right, I'm right, adding. Right. Bonus, bonus. A song? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, jar. The, the the jar is like no. You don't get to you don't get to the break the rules. The jar is like no, no. I rule. The, the, <laughs> the jar sounds... always rules. All right, I'm Adam's gonna, gonna try to I'm trick gonna, it I'm gonna try by to drawing something instead. <laughs> Let's see. What am I gonna get? What'd you get? TV show. Okay. All right. All right. So maybe his. It's a TV show about a guy who's writing an opera. And his novel. In his novel. No, so what if what if that's one of the ways he tries to get exposure is to go on a TV show like America's Got Talent, like one of those. Okay. Where he's like... This is his big break. He thinks it's his big break. But this is just, a, this is just an early... This is like a third act blow it. in here again? This is all happening inside of a novel. Okay. The, the so novel itself is the, the story of this. The novel which is... means it has to be a much bigger story than just the opera itself. Oy. Okay, so yes. So let's just keep drawing. Let's just keep going. Okay, okay. So, well, but I, I want to get a handle on where yes. we are here. Okay. So go, go, the go. novel is about a dude. Let's get a name. Who's uh, give my name? Uh, Raymond. I don't know what. I love name? Raymond. Raymond is great. Okay. <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! God damn it! I don't think I've ever seen an episode <laughs> of that. <laughs> I just dated myself thoroughly and completely. <laughs> Oh, okay. But I, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of well, that. everybody <laughs> loves Raymond, so fine. It's Raymond. <laughs> All right, so Ray is like... Is Ray like, is great. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Ray is yeah. cool. And he loves the opera. Like, he's, it's just for whatever reason, that's just what speaks to his heart. And, and somehow there's like a there's like a fire escape that he can sit on that's like outside of an opera house that he manages to oh, like... Oh, that's great! Sneak, <laughs> sneak listens. Yeah, he sneak listens. That's awesome. And he can get, hear it through the vent or some shit. Right? Yeah, and, and like, he like brings a friend and his friend like yeah. makes fun of them. It was like... I don't know. Maybe they. Ha maybe he makes a new friend. Maybe he finds another friend who also does this, like somewhere else. Like he finds a different opera house that's like somebody sitting there, and he like somehow sort of makes friends with somebody else that does that. Yeah, that's that could cool. be nice. That's nice, especially like after that. like failing. All right, and that person's you know. in TV, right? It's a TV producer. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> okay, so no, that's just a random person who also it happens to be like it's it's maybe a, a girl, whatever. Like it's, it doesn't have to be a romantic interest, but maybe somebody who is a kindred spirit who also has the interest in this, but has a different skill set than Raymond. Okay, you know, Raymond is a composer, uh, but he yeah, needs more storytelling. Oh, okay. He needs somebody to help. And so compose a compose a beautiful story. Okay, so but we got some friction here because we this is a novel, so we need some we need some dynamic here. So this person, well, I don't is know a, that is a story, but I don't know that the ally needs to be in conflict right away. I think the setting is in conflict right away. The family is in conflict. Maybe a brother, maybe you know. Well, the the, the companion can be a lifeline, of course. I mean, the companion would be a lifeline. Sure. Yeah, and somebody. But the music be like, is also the lifeline, which is what, what where we're really going well, here. Well, this at least this companion is part of that drew. too. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, so worst TV. These two kind of have it in mind that they can perform on some like talent scout TV show that they're gonna get. They're gonna get through the auditions and be able to be on this as an opera about about the inner city or as about they're, like, as gang they're life writing it. Like, yeah, or, and or it's about, it's like, a pretty lives, it's a pretty is. smart it's a pretty smart angle too because you don't see that you know and and that's so incredibly unique to suggest that there's there's a tremendous hit there right so this idea of you know and i like it i like you know gang violence stuff like that go from go from the teeth like like, all the way just like you know yeah you gotta yeah we're gonna we're gonna write an opera about that like we're gonna that's, do that. <laughs> that would be a fucking kick-ass opera. And honestly. let's also suggest that they want to write an opera about a love story that takes place in the setting, but neither of them have been in love. Man, I'm kind of sad that. And like, they're not going to fall in love in with each novel, other. I can't hear it. They're not going to fall in love with each other. Yeah. Um, they're friends. This is a lifeline. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They're not. They're novels. No, they're, novels like, get to no, be this complicated. Gay and it doesn't work out. Whatever, it doesn't like, matter. It's not about them doing that. Right. They come together and they're like, well, an opera has to be a love story. So we're going to write a love story about, you know, our lives, like running through alleys to sneak listens to the opera. Yeah. You know, they're going to write that story, but it has to be a love story. But neither of them know what it means to be in love. So they kind of like give themselves a summer bet to like go out there and get girlfriends and figure it out. Or one of them turns out to be gay. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe. Wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. you know, they, they could both try and one of them's like, ah, this isn't working. <laughs> this isn't working for me. And the other one is like, you know, discovers the ills of trying to force love for personal reasons when, you know. Well, they both learn lessons. I mean, Every, it's a, that's what it's, it's about, it's right? It's a book. It's a book. Yeah, but okay. So, but how do they get on TV? I don't think they do. I think they probably, that's like an early, that's like a third, third act fail. Okay, where they're trying, where they're trying to sell the thing. Yeah, they're trying, and, and it's like not developed yet, and they're like an opera. Fuck you guys, like they don't want to do it. So okay. what comes next? Let's so see. After Adams the, after the TV show doesn't work out. What do they? They go. This what? is where what, what happens here. <laughs> Sport. <laughs> <laughs> Sports. Um, okay, so maybe that's one of the conflicts. Is that no? No, one of them starts dating an athlete. Maybe so. Uh... It's that's a conflict because that threatens to break up their uh, partnership. Oh, how about this? You want a little volatile? Fucking a. All right. So, the one of the two, let's say the ally, the friend, Raymond is the guy who is the composer. The the heartthrob or the the our 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 heartthrob. Our antagonist. Yeah. Protagonist. 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 And his uh, friend, the storyteller, is named. His, oh, uh, is is it? Let's just get a name. Dude or not? Um, wasn't sure. Let's go with a dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony. Anthony, Tony, beautiful. Tony. Okay. So, um, two ton Tony. What two tone Tony? I don't know. I'm just coming <laughs> up with nicknames. Tony? No, no. So during the no, the dating sequence, he realizes he's gay, and develops affections for a basketball player in their neighborhood. Okay. Who ends up this is tony tone the guy that tony's interested in it, you know, no, is a no, basketball i'm sorry player. i'm sorry is the basketball player right tony's the guy who tony's the storyteller yeah tony no, ray is, is the, the storyteller what i thought ray was the composer 
He is, but oh, Tony's a storyteller for who the whole writes thing. The, who teams up with Ray to oh, write the opera. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But so, anyway, Tony is like met a uh, basketball player dude. So while he's trying to like find a girl to fall in love and do the thing, he he's ends up falling right. in love with this basketball player right. who very violently rejects him. Mm. Um, you know, and it's a it's a it's a bad it's a bad scene, you know. Yeah, right. It's 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 a pretty bad scene, but there's a, you know yeah, it's it's charged. It's heavy. Yeah, it's not good. But you know, this basketball player is very insulted that Tony is interested in him. Okay. And when Tony finally gets the guts to approach him, even after he's already lost the heartthrob aspect of their bet to try to figure out what it's like to be in love, now he's figuring out what it's like to be in love, and it is dark and angry and devastating and unaccepting and it's not part of he's not part of the world that he wants to glorify he's not allowed to have that is what he discovers okay so so their opera is starting to actually take shape as far as the story goes as far as the story goes but he this this is not part of the opera no no, this no. is like, so, and they're not putting in the opera, but he's starting to learn about what heartbreak means, and the the pair of these two who understand, you know, who's who's fairly good at crafting a story, mm-hmm. is now able to imbue the story with bitter, horribly abused pain. Oh yeah. So that's where sports comes in. All the all the scenes that take place over there. Okay, that's a bummer. And yeah, then, that's a bummer. Then, so what happens then, next? And then the Broncos won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then who? The Broncos won the Super Bowl. The Broncos. Bowl. And they're just like, nobody cares. I'm so hurt. <laughs> Poem. So, so let's go. Let's go back to Ray, who is trying to meet people maybe he gets help from like a sister or like a sister's friend okay to try to like date somebody else right okay Okay, so his sister has a friend who helps raymond try to fall in love with somebody over the summer and that doesn't work out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the friend you know well becomes kind of a a community a slam community i don't know that's fun. Is, yeah, I guess that's kind of a, that's kind of obscure. And Ray's like, man, I need a fucking, I need, I, I can't, I'm so stuck on this one idea. I was going to And he goes let... to like a fucking night at the slam poetry shit and like, it's just like, it's like fucking crazy. Right? It's like a little bit of everything. Those, they're weird. They're great. I love they're that. They're great. People are like just shouting into a microphone and you're just like, well, you know, like. What do you think we're doing here? Hey. <laughs> I hey. am. Hey. Fucking mad. Hey. <laughs> now. Or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so he gets he gets a little inspiration from that. From I don't know. I'm just I mean That's you had a th- you had a line of thought too, I'm sorry. Well that, that was gonna that was gonna add the woven romance back into it because the friend who was trying to help him learn about romance is the one he ends up being interested in. Oh. Or maybe she's the one who's interested in him. Mm. And he doesn't see it. He doesn't understand it. He's young and naive. He's got his head in the, you know, composition notes. Well, he's had a fucked up life. Like he's Of course a... he does. And music is his escape. That's yeah. that's what he cares about. But, you know, he's also a teenage boy. So he's got some other interests, too. Yeah, well, sure. That's bound to happen. Um, so yeah. 
that's where I was going to suggest that that goes. But maybe she writes him a poem or maybe she, you know, brings him into that community. Maybe what if what if she like she's this poet uh-huh. and she's like, yeah, why don't you come by? Yeah. And he's like had this thing where he can't he can't work it out and he can't figure out like what you know his feelings and he's because he's fucking 17 and like he's a fucking who, idiot who fuck kid can, who, of course. Well, who the fuck can work out their feelings when you're 17 yep. and, and he can't work it out and she like slam poets as a motherfucker like and where it's basically like it's not necessarily about him but it's about him yeah and she's just like you need to fucking get on the get rails get your fucking shit get together get on the rails oh you know easy, like easy. that kind of shit like <laughs> I like it. But that kind of thing. Well, well I feel like every, every poet, slam poetry thing I've ever been to, I feel like there's shit. It's like a Bernie Sanders event where you're like, rah, 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 shouting at me, which is fine as long as that's, you know, what you expect. So we're going to call this Get on the Rails. Get on the Rails. I like or that. On the Rails. Get on the... Get on the rails. <laughs> Just get on the... <laughs> get on the... Get on the... Get on the rails. Okay. Well, yeah, we ran out of space, so... <laughs> get on the... <laughs> the poster's only so big. I chose too big of a font. What can I do? But I'm really committed to that size. So. I'm really committed to the 2,000-point size. So, so it won't fit on the marquee. Yeah, whatever happens that night, he gets really embarrassed by it. And sort of has his moment of despair where he's not going to, he's not going to go through with it anymore. He's not talking to Tony. He's not. This is yeah. Yeah, he's and just he, sliding he's into. Opera, yeah, he's everything. sliding into all of it. He's, he's like embarrassed. Walk into the sea with a, an he, anvil in his pocket. He had three major, you know, defeats so far. One. Three strikes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he like maybe gets involved with his brother's nonsense. He gets into some trouble, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, gets in some like drug situation. Or yeah, some let's see what we got here. Like, he fucks up somehow. Like this is this is the dark before the dawn situation. I've got an amusement park slash. <laughs> oh, he goes and gets wrapped in an amusement park. Literally, almost dies fucking around. Uh, like you know, stealing the fucking roller coaster. I. That's stupid. That's just stupid. I don't know. It's powered entirely by cocaine. It's entirely powered in, by in, cocaine. In his own mind. Well, what if it's a defunct amusement park? Sure. And like they go and they're just like fucking around and getting wasted and just like set the roller coaster on fire. Set something on and fire. The they, they start fucking, fucking around with it. And the like Ferris it. wheel goes on fire. And like the well, Ferris we, wheel. Okay. Wait, which one is? No, the merry-go-round. The one with the horses. Yeah, that's America. So that's not a huge, huge fire, but it could be an easy symbol of like, you know, this sort of life that when you're a little kid, you see this as being sort of the pinnacle of of what it means. And it was something he never got to have, even as a kid. And so he takes his sort of anger out on it and was like, this was, this was a life I was never meant yeah, to have. Yeah, and there's a, there's a, if, you were, if you were a good novelist, you could write a beautiful like, overlap of his childhood with burning like, plastic horses yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. Like, you know, like, you know, as they spin around and around, like, you, know, you, could, you could make a beautiful metaphor yeah, out of all of that. The gold about, paint like, just melting off yeah, into like, burnt yeah, plastic. Yeah, you could like, that would be, oh, and, then as he, and then that's as he's really, and also like the third layer is him realizing 
the fucking opera, man. This is like oh. it's all melts away. This is my this is my opus. Do you know how you do it? What's up? While the merry-go-round is on fire burning, all he can hear is the sound, the music the, from the merry-go-round. Well, it's not the creepy clown music. It's not the creepy clown music, but there's some music box yeah, shit coming out of it. Yeah, but maybe it's like a really simple, you it's, know, it's Mozart really sonata pucky, that they would yeah, put whatever, on there. Whatever. They would put like a little Baroque piece on there because that's common enough. Right, and he's, but it's just like, but he's like galaxy brain right there yeah. where it's just like... And everything melts in a way and all that's left is mm, the song. It, that's right, and then yeah. boom. Ooh, and I then just he got goes chills. back and just fucking, and you, you just... You just the, the rest writes itself, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> well, we're done. We're done. Well, here. I mean, I feel like the, the rest of the the book writes itself. Like, you know, fuck the fuck the TV shit. So. Well, it's not that easy because he just committed arson. Well, he's, and he's gonna get in trouble for that. He's gonna get in trouble for he's that. He's not a privileged but person. He's gonna get in trouble right after he gets his opera deal. Well, I don't know about that. He might get his opera deal while he's in jail. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Actually, that's you're, more, right. That's you're right. That's more likely. Better. I feel like that's more likely. Yeah, he gets his opera deal while he's in jail. Yeah. That's great. Okay. And what he's did like we call on this? trial and, and he's just like, yeah. And he's on trial at the end and he probably has to serve a sentence. And, yeah. and his agents and just... Uh, and he like finishes I'll writing it. He finishes writing it while he's in jail. Yeah, he, and that's he, good. He, it's not even his agent who comes to the court. It's like I will be your agent now. Yeah, is he meets his agent at at the, the courthouse. Yeah, done. Yeah, that's pretty good. Boom. What did, what did we call this? It was like ride the Heaven's Gate. I get on the rail. What the fuck? Did you, get, get on, on the, the rails. Rail. Get on the rails. Get on the rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's nice. So all right, get on the rail. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, there's there's a lot you can you can put in there, but it doesn't get to be simple. Novels don't get to be simple. You can, oh you, hell no! You get to put in all those layers. Yeah, fucking well. All yeah. right, I feel pretty well, good why about am that. I, reading this shit I did have one more that I pulled out, so maybe we should do like, do you think we can pull off a quickie? Didn't we used to have a name for this? <laughs> it wasn't a quickie. I don't know. Was oh, it a quickie? No, it, wasn't. I have it was no like idea. something like that. It was like I don't a, know. Bonus round. A fire round, something like that. Oh, fire sale. I don't know. All right, let's take a look. We'll see what if is we it? can. A museum. A museum. And it's also printed Ant, on... Ant Farm Museum. The Holiday Inn Express. Oh, uh, Holiday Inn Express Museum. Host uh, an Ant, Ant Farm Museum. Ant Farm Museum. What so about, uh, it's a what traveling about Hotel Breakfast Ant Museum? Farm. Oh. Uh, Waffle Machine Museum. That's pretty cool. Hospitality. I'm museum a lot of, of Hospitality. Yeah, I, eyebrow Museum. What? You're saying a lot of things very fast. Did you say Eyebrow Museum? Yes. <laughs> I, want, I want you to choose. Choose. Eyebrows. I like um, I like Hospitality. Hospi- hospitality Museum. Like Innovation in Hospitality Museum. Ooh, a warm rag. A <laughs> raw warm rag when you show up. <laughs> we put this in the microwave for you. Wow. Wow, that's great. That was great. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> We were the first people to put a giant bowl of lemons in the lobby. <laughs> Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. Uh, you know, I put some, we put a couple cucumbers in okay, the Okay, okay. How about a cookie when you show up? There we go. There That's go. it right That's there. Nice. You got it. You That's got nice. it. How That's about a how about a machine that you hit a button a minute later, a 
pancake spits out. What about the Breakfast Machine Museum? Can we just do that Breakfast Machine Museum? Like the waffle maker thing, uh-huh. we can have the, you and can like have the, the fucking pancake ones. thing, which is that weird thing. Where and it, it doesn't like even have to be out. about hotels. Like, do you know the ones no, where it's, just it's like, like anything? Yeah. There's a couple that will toast your bread, will fry your egg, will do the thing, and it's you really get like it's amazing, and you get like a little <laughs> breakfast sandwich amazing, at the end. Man. And I love breakfast sandwiches so much. That's like my that's my comfort food. That's true. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Okay. Breakfast yeah. Breakfast Machine Museum. I think. I think that would be. I would. I would tour that fucker and be like, "Can I try this?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> what do you mean, no? <laughs> no, because it's like this is from this is from World War One. I. I mean, don't uh, you understand? This is how we used to make spam. That's <laughs> that's true. Is you that shouldn't. TNT you shouldn't the... use those, but. Your admission ticket should come with complimentary breakfast. Well, obviously. I'm just saying, like a like a nice continental breakfast. It just spits breakfast. out of some vending machine. It's just yogurt. You're just like, what the hell is this? A bagel in a package? Like, and it's yogurt, a bruised apple. <laughs> it's some really watery scrambled right. eggs. It's some, it's some apple that has to travel like somehow down it has to tube. travel 400 feet down a tube. Yeah. It just beats the shit out of it on the way down. Damn it! Yeah, it's like plinko. Yeah, you get you get breakfast planko, but it does come with your ticket, so you feel better about the price. Yeah, right, right. You're just like, well, I almost won. Well, I, get I, I almost it. won a free apple. I kind of love the idea of the breakfast machine museum. I, I also, I would it. totally take a road trip just for that, uh, and like stay at a fun. bunch of hotel eights on the way, or is it motel sex? The same, like they're those both exist, <laughs> right? Which one? Motel six, six and, and Super a hotel eight. eight. Super eight. That's Super what I was thinking. Eight. Those are both things. Those are they are both. Still those around. are both. Yeah. Those are both still things. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think the highlight tonight was the book one. That was really fun. Yeah, the book was fun. I like yeah. them all. I liked them all. I liked your your video game. It was really cool. The idea of adapting that to different places and having to build custom things based on where you show up. I like that a lot. Yeah, that may be neat. I don't even remember the first thing we did. Oh, yeah, it was that zoo musical. <laughs> like, what was that? I'm just a rhino. What can I do? Got to get out of this fucking zoo. Oh, poor rhino. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I like the book better. It's fun to be able to do so many things. I agree. Because you don't get to do that with other stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's All right. too much to squeeze in. Well, that's okay. what we got for this week. I have no promises for how the next couple of weeks are going to look. We're getting really close to moving, and it's taking up a lot of our... Yeah, life's weird, so we're, we're uh, you know... We're like doing our best. Purgatory, you know? Like this, uh, I think that's what it's going to look like, like right it's now. It's just weird. It's just became a, like a sort of melted... So just it's kind of a puddle on the ground right now, and you know we'll see how it goes. Oh, we will. If we can see our reflection in it, it'll be upside down. Don't worry, it'll freeze again, and we'll eventually reform it into season four. But you know, right now, who knows? This is fun. Yeah, it's nice. This to is do fun. It. It's not, it's a nice break because we give ourselves too many rules before. Yeah, that's what it was always supposed to be. So if we're not having fun, you can go fuck yourself, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> well. Oh no, I love you. Uh, oh shit it's not reciprocated <laughs> I'm gonna go I gotta go now good night can't nobody tell me nothing can't nobody tell me nothing can't nobody tell me nothing gonna take my horse to the old town road gonna ride till I can't no more yeah gonna, gonna take my horse to the old town road we're gonna 
ride till I can no more.